You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. Cool. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. We are live immediately after the show. Um, and Tom Bosa Lightando, I thank you. Um, I am dead inside. That is how it feels. Uh, shout out to the Cowdown crew. We're going to get a lot of stuff off our chest. We're going to talk about injuries. Uh, we've got some clips uh, that I just got from the Kyle Shanahan press conference that ended 30 seconds ago that we're going to go over, talk a little bit more about you know Kyle Shanahan, how he feels about things, and injuries galore. We've got a lot of stuff for you here today. So uh, buckle in, sit down. I know you've got the games on. I got them on too. Uh, Arizona just scored. Again, the Rams won. Again, Um You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we've got to start with this. Let's focus on the positive early, and here we go. The 49ers back in the win column and dominate on the road. Um, The injuries we're going to talk through, but anytime you win a game 31-13, to it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You did your job and then some. Um, Completely dominated an opponent as you flew across three time zones early kickoff. Remember, Kyle Shanahan's first two years with the 49ers, he was 0-8. 0-8 in this same situation where you fly across and you have the early kickoff. Teams are very unsuccessful. So the fact that you got to win there, that's key. Now, it does hurt. (laughs) It hurts my soul. As you can see, the title, what did it cost? And then Thanos, uh, who shows emotion for the first time. Everything. It cost everything. Um, Man it's rough. So let's go through, let's, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan real quick. And I think he summed it up. Not only his tone, 
well, his words, his body language. Um, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan on the injuries. Uh, injuries, uh, Bosa, the knee was out. Solomon Thomas, knee out. Garoppolo, ankle out. Mostert, knee out. Um, Tevin Coleman, knee out. Um, go ahead. <laughs> you could see he just moves on, doesn't want to talk about anything. Now, some players got injured and came back in, right? So you had Kerry Hyder. He went out, came back in. Lincoln Tomlinson went out, came back in. Um, Drake Greenlaw went out. That one looked actually really, really bad, like a hip injury. He seemed fine with his helmet back on on the sidelines, uh, moving around. He looked good as well. But so many injuries. So many injuries. Um what do you do? Uh, football is a 100% injury sport. It always has been. And it's not just the 49ers. Maybe the 49ers have it the worst in the NFL. That's arguable. Um, but if you look forward to next week, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL today. Um, so, you know, you look to that week three matchup, Saquon Barkley's done. Their number one player's out. Um, Nick Bosa, I would argue, is our number one player, him and Kittle. Um, we could be without both. Sherman's still out. He's on IR. And you can go on and on and on. And, you know, as it kind of went through, you, you talk about the major injuries. Nick Bosa is a torn ACL. Um, you can hope for the best, which I get. But, you know, whatever. You, you're seeing them do the ACL check on the field and so here's kind of what they do i feel like i'm the doctor for the simpsons and not even the good doctor for the simpsons that laughs all the time i'm the terrible doctor all the time that like whatever um but you see them do the acl check which is where they bend the leg to like a 90 degree angle actually it's a little less than that you hold the hamstring underneath and then you hold the calf and you try to push it and so what the acl does is it stops your knee from moving forward, right? That's the idea. And so you you saw the clip of the doctor doing this on the live broadcast. You see it and you see the knee budge and then you see the doctor not look at Bosa. The doctor looks to his guy. You can't see what he says, but I'm pretty sure he said, get the cart. Um, you can tell right away. So you're going to do an MRI, but anytime there's nothing stopping the femur from moving from the kneecap forward, um, that's it. Um, and so uh, Bose is going to be done for the year. I would be willing to bet everything that I have, and I hate that. Now, Solomon Thomas, uh, obviously, he's not near as important a player or a good player. Um, I don't know. We, we didn't see the film test wasn't uh, – the field test for the ACL was not aired, uh, but the fact they got the card out immediately looked like it was bad, and it was so bad – the cart almost didn't even have time to drop off Nick Bosa and get back over and pick up uh, the next player. It was the same damn drive. Um, and here's Kyle Shanahan going in just a little bit more in depth on the injuries and kind of the main thing. And he's going to kind of second what I just said. Yeah, Jimmy, high, uh, high ankle is what we have now. Um, Bosa and uh, Bosa is most likely an ACL. Um, wait, they got to confirm that tomorrow, but most likely. Um, Solomon is... From what I'm told, a little bit in the same boat as Bosa. Um, he has a better chance of it not being that from what I'm told, but um, we'll wait to see. And, um, and then Mostert, um, don't think it was that. Just um, just had some knee issues in the game on that turf. Yeah, so here's the deal. Bosa's done. And I, I see the question here. Um, MK Green, what do we do without Bosa? there's not there's four players perhaps in the NFL that could replace Bosa four that's it maybe um 
you don't replace them. You, you got to step up. And I think you saw Robert Sala address kind of what you have to do differently. You got to blitz. You got to blitz your backers. You got to blitz your corners. You got to blitz your safeties, uh, which is going to free up on the back end. Uh, that's what you're going to have to do. Now, Kerry Hyder, and I'm going to talk about him in a little bit, he stepped up admirably well, but Ronald Blair's going to be key. So when Ronald Blair returns, he's going to be a day-in starter. They hoped Ronald Blair would be ready week one, but they didn't want to rush him because they were so healthy. Well, you fast forward two weeks, that's not the case anymore. So you've got to find something. Ziggy Ansa is going to be signed. I see the comment here from Big Ken. Time to pay Ziggy what he wants. You're right. They've had Ziggy Ansa in twice. They offered him league minimum deals. He said, hell no, and walked away from it, just saying he'll wait. And waiting time's over. Um, you pay Ziggy a little extra, give him an extra million dollars to come in or whatever, some incentives, whatever. Yeah, it might count a little bit extra against the cap, but you have a little bit of freedom now because you restructured, you know, D and a couple other people. So you got to pay Ziggy and you're probably going to bring in somebody else. It's not just a Ziggy thing. Um, now here's what I hope doesn't happen. I, and I don't think the 49ers will do this. You don't want the knee-jerk reaction and go trading future picks for guys. Um, now, if you're trading, you know, sixth and sevenths, that's okay. Um, but don't go overpay. Um, don't instant reaction. That's not going to help anybody. What you need to do is just calm, chill, collect it. The player that's going to help, I'm telling you right now, is Ronald Blair. Well, you've got to wait four more games for him to show up. So, um, and then hope nobody gets injured after that. Now, the, the thing that you have to say in the MVP of the defense, you know, it's Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead had perhaps one of his best games as a pro. Um, the dude just totally balled out. You look at just the stat sheet alone with what he was able to do. Uh, dude went out there and just crushed it. So, yeah, <laughs> there, there's so many negatives. You got the win, 31-13. to 13. That's a huge positive. You got to take that away. But Eric Armstead finally had a game you know, that we've been wanting as far as pressure goes. Now, obviously, it happens against the Jets. They're atrocious. They showed us everything on that. But let's look at Eric Armstead. Three solo tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, one pass defense, three quarterback hits, and his plays happened when it mattered. Uh, very important time. So Eric Armstead, yeah, he lived up to the hype today. He looked like his 2019 self. That was great. Javon Kinlaw looked good or bad. Uh, a lot of inconsistency, which is stereotypical of a young player. You got to kind of get used to that. But um, Kerry Hyder is going to be starting. Uh, that's just what it is. So week three against the Giants, number 92, who was the number six edge player in camp, is now a starter for you. Uh, Dre, uh, D. Ford, uh, lower body, upper body. He's got a neck head issue. He's got a calf knee issue. I, I, I don't know. The fact that they didn't put D. Ford on IR this week is probably good news, but... We we saw what he looks like whenever he's not 100%, and he is not an NFL player. I would much rather have Kerry Hyder out there than D. Ford until I know D. Ford is healthy. So the answer should be D. Ford and Ronald Blair, we're going to be okay. Are both of those players put together Nick Bosa? Hell no, they're not. But that's an above-average defensive end combo that you would have opposite of Eric Armstead. Um, so that's good. It's just not ready yet. It's not ready yet. 
It's not, it's just, it's not there. And you know, a lot of these issues, a lot of these injuries, that damn field, MetLife got, if I was MetLife, the company, I would rip my name off that damn building because <laughs> you're being associated with crappy injuries in a crappy field. Nobody wants to play on a shitty turf field. It's awful. Uh, Kyle Shanahan got asked this very, very question and he said, yeah, all the players were talking about. So here's Kyle Shanahan on MetLife's field. God, it's trash. Um, Yeah, that's. I mean, who knows? I can't, I don't know. I don't know exactly why it happened, but as far as the feeling that was on the sidelines, it's, you know, I know I mean, that's as many knee injuries and ankle stuff and people getting caught on a turf as I've ever been a part of. Um, from what I saw, the other team did too. Um, I know our players talked about it the entire game, just how sticky the turf was. And um, with, I think that was the first time people played on it, I think. Um, but yeah, it was um, something our guys were concerned about right away. And the results definitely made that a lot stronger. And um, unfortunately, it's a place we got to go back to next week. Yeah, unfortunately, you got to play there again. Uh, thankfully, we that's not our home field, um, you know, where you got to play eight games a year on that. But, man, one more week, you got to play on again. Now you know. Uh, maybe you put in shorter cleats. That's what I would do as a coach. Uh, just put in shorter cleats because it, the two big ACLs that we saw with Solomon and Bosa, both times the back end of the cleat just gets stuck and won't slide out. Um, and so how do you fix that? Well, the way that you fix that, shorter cleats. Uh, does that mean players are going to slip a little bit more? Yeah, it is. But you don't want to be losing people for the season. You can't do that. It's week two. So we'll see. We'll see how they address that. Uh, now let's talk about some Jimmy G. Okay, um, so here's the deal. Jimmy Garoppolo, and this should be the headline, right? This should be what we're here to talk about is Jimmy Garoppolo looked awful in week one. The dude was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay, not good, not great, phenomenal. There is not a better quarterback performance this week in the entire NFL than what Jimmy G did in a half, okay? He goes out. 14 of 16 completions. My my prediction was he's going to get back to 70% completions, not this freaking insanity number that he put up. And guess what? One of his incompletions was a perfectly thrown deep ball to Kendrick Bourne that he bobbled and dropped. It should have been a 40-yard completion, right? The second one was in the goal line whenever Jordan Reed posted up Marcus May, and Marcus May just made a hell of a play on it. Uh, and how did he answer that? He goes right back and puts it right on the money again for a touchdown. So he throws two touchdowns, no interceptions, one sack for eight yard, and that sack should have been a damn penalty. Um, the NFL rule book says you cannot go low on the quarterback. Literally, Quentin Williams goes to the back and clubs the back of his leg. Um, right in front of the ref. There's zero obstruction. The view of the camera is like over the shoulder. It's like a pirate parrot view <laughs> looking at this play. And the quarter, the, the ref did nothing, did nothing. Um, terrible missed call there. But who cares about the missed call? You heard our quarterback. There's a reason why that's a damn penalty. That dude's going to get fined. Quentin Williams getting fined this week for that. Um, but he had 140 passer rating. Jimmy Garoppolo looked so smooth. You know, you look at two of the main issues for the 49ers um, going from week one and really the entire Kyle Shanahan era. Um, red zone success rate, that's number one, right? Um, just absolute 0 for 2 in week one, and that kind of costs this game. You score one touchdown there, you're going to be fine. Well, they come out, they go 3 for 3 in the red zone. 
That was huge. And one of those was with Nick Mullins, BDN showing up, baby. Um, but a lot of that was Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, there was one point on one drive where Jimmy Garoppolo threw for five first downs and converted four third downs on one drive. On one drive. Jimmy Garoppolo is, ah, whatever you said about week one. Oh, well, if Jimmy doesn't, oh, if this, 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 this. Jimmy answered every damn question you have, and you could say, well, they're just the Jets. You are correct. The Jets are trash, but it doesn't matter. He did that with backups, without his top two pass catchers, because Debo's out and Kittle's out. The dude went out there and balled. Um, so say what you want. It did seem like the addition of Ben Garland at center calmed him down big time. Um, I, I, I feel like he just seemed so much more comfortable. Center is a very, very important position. And so in this offense, it's huge. And whenever you have pressure coming at your face, that's a problem. Now, Grasso still, he played well week one. I'm not trying to say he's bad, but he has so much more comfort and experience and relationship wise just with uh, Ben Garland. So that was huge. Now, the team gets the win. All right. But I'm seeing this in the comments, too. It doesn't feel like a win. We feel like we lost. Um, the morale. It, it like I'm getting texts from friends saying, you got my Niners case, got to represent. I'm getting texts from friends. Hey, you okay, man? Hey, what are you drinking tonight? Because they know me. As soon as I hit done on this and I start cutting it up and all the film and send it off to Juan, my editor, and all that stuff. Oh, man. It's Corona and tequila. That's just what tonight is going to bring. Uh, I'm going to watch football the rest of the day. There's no doubt about that. But the morale is down. And I, I think the the locker room is very similar. You know, Kyle Shanahan got asked, like, man, how is everybody? It's a win's a win. And those are hard to come by in the NFL. But it doesn't really feel like it. Here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say. Um, I mean, guys were excited. You know, I think you, you cooled down a little bit because, you know, it was over for a while there in the fourth. So, guys... Um, and then they kind of get an idea about the injuries and stuff. Guys aren't totally aware of that during the game. So I think guys did have a little bit of mixed emotions when they came in, especially seeing Nick and stuff. Um, but, I, but I know our guys were also excited um, with the win. I know our guys feel for the guys who got hurt, um, but I also know our guys got a lot of confidence in the other people here who can help. And uh, we feel there's a lot of ways our team can win, um, and our players feel that also. And uh, we're going to get on a plane together, enjoy it a little bit tonight, um, get out to West Virginia, and work on how we can keep improving. All right, so that that lets you move forward. Don't feel bad for your team, and don't be one of those people that like feels down and oh, it's time to tank and high draft pick. Man, screw all of that stuff. The 49ers entered this season with one of the top two deepest rosters in the NFL. Now, the problem with injuries, everybody goes through injuries, and if you want to feel bad for the 49ers, it's that they're so freaking concentrated on two or three position groups. We lose top two centers. We lose our top three wide receivers. We lose top three corners right we lose top three edge guys that's the problem we have about the same numbers of injuries as every team around the nfl currently uh, maybe a little bit more but they're just concentrated right and so that's going to show its head but you move on you don't feel bad about your team's injuries it's, it's okay to be upset but you don't allow that to be oh man well, whatever. We're not going to win a Super Bowl now because of this, because of that. Man, screw that biz. 
don't have that attitude, that doesn't help anything. Now, I'm getting a lot of questions about Kinlaw. Kinlaw had a pretty good game, uh, showed up with two tackles. You know, pretty much everything else in the stat sheet isn't going to show yet. Once we get the film, we're going to see kind of how that panned out. But uh, it didn't register, you know, any quarterbacks hits or anything like that. But he did have some negative plays. He got too high a few times. His snap count was a lot higher, uh, especially after Solomon Thomas went out. But uh, he got too high a few times on a double team. He got moved out, uh, which is uncharacteristic of his college film, week one film, training camp film, whatever else. But he was still a force to play. And if you go towards, we were at early in the fourth quarter, right? And the 49ers were only up 16 points, which is two possessions. Yeah, It felt like the game was locked away, but you're only up two scores. They're driving down the field. They throw a wide receiver screen. Uh, he was the three technique on the offense's right side. Um, they throw a, a wide receiver screen to the offensive left side. That dude hustled his tail end off, got the blitz upfield, circled back, and sprinted. I can't wait to break this down on Patreon because I'm telling you right now, I was going crazy watching it live. That dude got to where he ran past the linebacker to help get there and help on the tackle. Fred Warner um, kind of over-pursued it, knocked him down, slowed down the wide receivers. Chris Hogan, I believe, and Javon Kinlaw was there to clean it up. Like, I don't care. It doesn't register as a tackle or whatever. The kid has traits. Um, he has talent, and he has energy. He has effort. He has the attitude. Did you see the quote when they asked him about how hard life is? And he said, look, here's how I attack everything. When life gets hard, you just punch it in the damn mouth. Like, this dude has... <laughs> Killer instincts, body type, mentality, hustle, effort. Javon Kinlaw is a guy you get behind. Now, yeah, is he out there getting sacks every game? I thought this would be his first sack, and he had the quarterback in his grasp. Got his hands on him, uh, and he quarterback moved out of the pocket. Sam Darnold, strong kid, but uh, he should have got him there. So Kinlaw should have had his first sack this game. I'm just going to be really honest with you. Um, but, yeah, that I think that's kind of a big deal there is Kinlaw had a good game. He's not playing Pro Bowl title, you know, tackle level. He's not an All-Pro yet. He's not even close. Uh, he's an average starter currently with immense upside. And so once he can develop that consistency, that's where those other kind of accolades start coming from. But he's not there yet. He's not there yet. Just, just be honest. And that's okay. Um, does that mean he's a bust? Hell no, he's not. He was the third highest rookie on Pro Football Focus week one. I, I don't think he's going to register as high this week, but he's definitely above Solomon Thomas. There's no doubt about that. DJ Reed played a pretty good game inside as well, and so did Givens. Givens showed up pretty strong, uh, got a couple good pass rushes as well. Now, uh, let's see here real quick. Yeah, talking about the field conditions, I, I, it was awful. Uh, it was really, really bad. We just heard from Kyle Shanahan there. Um, now, a couple other positive players on the defensive side. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I am going to buy a Kerry Hyder jersey. I'm going to buy one uh, because this guy, ah, oh, I freaking love him. And Kyle Shanahan got asked about two defensive players that stood out in such a positive way, um, and it's Kerry Hyder and Fred Warner. Fred Warner, whew, dude looked, he was playing all pro level all game. Here's Kyle Shanahan. He's been a stud for us. I mean, I thought he was one of our training camp MVPs, um, and then he's carried it over in these two games. Uh, he's stepped it up for us and done a hell of a job um, on the edge. Um, playing, He can play anywhere for us, and he's done a great job of that, especially not having um, Ronald Blair in there to start the season too. Um, so it, it's been great. And, um, Fred, from what I saw, Fred played a hell of a game. You know, I didn't, I'll see on the plane when I get to the tape, but 
Um, you know, we knew we were going to let them um, bend a little bit, but our defense never broke, and not till the end, not till the fourth quarter when they let them get in the end zone. So I was happy with the defense as a whole. Yeah, it, those two guys, man. Fred Warner, he, he. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California. Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's so damn good. He is so good. Quan played better this game. Still overran probably three or four plays. Still had a missed tackle for a huge gain. But um, Fred Warner was elite elite eric armstead elite uh carrie hyder played good you know he, you're you're mentioning the fact that you're mentioning carrie hyder and fred warner in the same sentence doesn't make sense carrie hyder was an afterthought right but he beat out Deion jordan for that last spot and as kyle shannon just said this is a training camp star he's one of the best guys and he has shown it. He's lined up at nose. He's lined up at three technique, five technique, edge. He can do it all. He, he's that defensive end kind of chameleon that they like where they can move him all over the place. He's going to be starting defensive end uh, week three. Um, Kerry Hyder on one of the better D lines in the NFL uh, due to injuries. Uh, we talked about Fred Warner. You know, I see this from S1K Friday. He asked this, is it just me or did the Jets intentionally go in for the knees? That is a Greg Williams staple. One of the trashiest human beings, one of the trashiest coaches that has no respect among players unless they play for him. Uh, he's a dog. He's Bounty Gate. The dude is awful. Um, terrible human being. Should have been banned from the NFL. Um, He's awful. If you've seen any of the hard knocks with him, uh, you nobody has anything nice to say. Yeah, he can draw up plays, but he's just a terrible, terrible human being. Um, he's terrible. And, yeah, it's 100% intentional because he teaches his players to go out and hurt him. And if you hurt him, that's a positive for him. Um, yeah, I can't stand him. Can't I can't stand him. Uh, but th anyway, that's what, what it is. Yeah. I'm seeing this on here. Big Ken time to part with Ford. It's getting close and you're going to be able to move away from his contract. If this stays, if this continues, you move away from his contract. I think it's a four and a half million dollar penalty for the next, uh, I think three, two or three years, but you take each year, but you take it, you take it and you move on. This guy, he, he's hurting this team drastically. 
the cornerbacks, uh, Manuel Mosley played really, really well. He had a penalty. Uh, Akella Witherspoon did not play well. They started picking on him. All of their top five most successful plays were all towards Akella Witherspoon or number 27. They're, uh, the fourth quarter, they pull almost all the starters, but they leave Akello out there and number 27. And sure enough, my mentions blow up. Uh, <laughs> what have I done? What have I created? <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, we're one play away. Akello's bad. I thought he was going to have a nice game just because it was going to kind of fit um, what his strengths are with a lot of pressure and things like that. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, he's just bad. He's just bad. And he was awful again in punt protection. Uh, got blown up and knocked backwards. Again, I wish they'd put a bigger body in there. Um, and they got to fix some things on both a gaps of the punter. So the long snapper, here we go. Special teams talk. My bad. The long snapper, Kyle Nelson, he can't be touched. His head's down, right? So he's protected. But what they're doing, uh, two weeks in a row, I've seen this is where they cross blitz, right? Uh, the a gap and they double load the right side a gap of the personal protector. So to the right of our long snapper, they're bringing in two guys through that gap. Um, and all you have to do is just crash it down or get a bigger punt protector. Uh, I don't know why that adjustment wasn't made. It wasn't made. That's exact same thing that happened in week one. Um, and they didn't get near as close, but it's what it is. Also, I did notice they took one step away from Mitch Wisnowski's uh, punt uh, step. So if you do four, you usually get a lot more length. Um, but he switched his upright foot and now he's just taking three steps. So you get the punt off quicker and it's safer, but usually don't get to crush it. You don't have the momentum. You're going from one step shorter, but, uh, that little bit, that little extra, why not? Because you're not going to lose this game unless you get all those crazy penalties, block punts, interceptions, turnovers, things like that. Um, you know, another player we got to talk about that played really, really poorly. He's going up on back to back weeks now. And that, that's McGlinchey, uh, former number nine overall pick. Amazing rookie year, up and down sophomore year. Now back-to-back -back two bad games. Um, the interception was 100% on him. He got bulldozed over. The defensive end got a really good step, uh, put him on skates, and got Nick Mullins hit as he was throwing. It tipped off the hands of Jarek McKinnon, which it I, there's no way in hell Jarek was going to catch that, but tipped it up, and interception took place. That's on Mike McGlinchey. Uh, now, Mike McGlinchey did look good in the running game. You, you play one, the 80-yard touchdown. That doesn't happen without McGlinchey. He had a hell of a block that play. But consistency is not there. The 76-yard touchdown run got called back because of McGlinchey. Hooked the inside of the guy's collar. You can't do that. And it wasn't like he got stuck there by accident. He literally reached and hooked. Um, I, I, you got to be smarter than that. So that's McGlinchey. Um, now, I do want to talk about our betting because we're making some money this week so far. And just want to say thanks to our sponsor. Here we go. My bookie. <laughs> Winning seasons return at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning seasons means Survivor, Super Contest, Squares, you name it, they have it at MyBookie. And here's the deal. Whenever you're hitting on all of your parlays with your feet up on the couch, enjoying watching the 49ers win, of course, you get to trounce your rivals, brag about it, and make money. And that's what my bookie brings to us. And that, I love these guys. They've supported us for a long time. Uh, really do appreciate all they do. So here's the deal. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and double your first deposit. New players 
Get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet, head over there. They've got live betting on championship futures. You want to put money down on if the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl, if they're going to win the NFC West, uh, how far they're going to go in the playoffs. All of those things and more are available at mybookie.ag. So it's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash, and again, use promo code 49ers and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today at mybookie.ag all right now let's talk about our bets because uh we're, we're in the positive column already and we could double up big depending on what happens in the seattle game with our parlay um so bets that we told you to do uh that both teams will not score over 19 and a half points. We hit on that one. That one got paid off because the Jets didn't do that. So we won 15 bucks there if you bet with us. Uh, Jimmy G to have 250 plus and win. Man, we would have hit that, but we didn't. So we we only bet five on that anyway. Uh, so that brings us total down to 10. And then the crazy bet was Ayuk to have over 100 receiving yards. That didn't hit either. So we're still plus five this week. And with our teaser, we could still win an additional 17. So all we have to do is have the Patriots not lose by more than 10 points so they can lose by 10 and we still get paid or anything less than that so hopefully you bet with us we'll have more bets of the week coming up but uh that's there for you guys let's talk just a couple of uh more questions that you guys have for us real quick running back play was exceptional Jarek freaking mckinnon i don't <laughs> he might be the first player ever he had three carries three for 77 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> like the guy just he's crushing it. We got to get him the ball more. Now I know a lot of the situations that he's getting the ball in are third and long and things like that, but whenever it was what was it? Second and 31 and he rushes for a first down for 55 yards, like He's got whatever it is you ever thought Jarek McKinnon had. Um, I do like the kind of one-two punch with Mostert and Mostert getting most of the carries before he got hurt. Tevin Coleman's looked really good as well. Um, you know, he had a lot of negative runs, but Tevin Coleman in the passing game, good Lord, two catches for 14 yards, 14-yard uh, average. He had two catches uh, for 28 yards, and they were huge. One of them was on a third and 17, and he made a tough diving catch with the safety screaming down, making contact over the middle that's huge those are things we haven't seen from tevin before so um you know you even got a little bit of uh what's his name got in there um jeff wilson jr he didn't really get a carry or anything like that got wiped out by a penalty um oh no he got two carries for three yards but you like to get him just something so that's huge because if Mostert is going to be out which i don't think he will be um, you, you got to get ready for that third guy. Now I'm seeing in the chat four to six weeks for Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's where that timetable comes from. A typical high ankle sprain, which Kyle Shanahan classified that as, uh, is four to six weeks. That is correct. However, the fact that he played all the way through, uh, the first half, they did take him in and get an x-ray, which the high ankle sprain basically means ligament damage on the upper part of the the ankle, okay? That's where the high part comes from is the ligament damage. Um, he's going to hurt tomorrow, especially flying on that damn plane. Um, I, I wish they could have stayed closer, but, you know, COVID rules and all that stuff, whatever. But, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Um, I would fully expect Jimmy Garoppolo to miss a week. I, I think that would just be smart. You can have him out there dancing around, and the Giants' defense isn't good. But they do have some good defensive tackles that are going to press right up the middle. Leonard Williams is a good player. And so if he's injured, you got it. You, you don't put him out there. 
You don't put him out there. Nick Mullins is nowhere near Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, that crowd, I don't know where they exist or what's in their head or who leads them. I do know who leads them. But uh, it's no, just no. You watch the ball come out of Nick Mullins' hands, and he makes good reads. He's tough as hell. He's feisty. He's a gamer. All those things are true. I love Nick Mullins. I'm glad he's our backup, but I'm glad he's our backup. Uh, I, I would not be happy if he was our starting quarterback, but I feel fine. Uh, you give me Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers against the Giants, I'm still picking us to win that game, um, but it's, it lowers it considerably, <laughs> considerably. That's huge there. Um, let's see here. From Curtis, minus Jets big run. Running game really dropped off after Mostert went out. It did. There were nine men in the box every single damn play. Uh, they 100%. And, again, once I do the Patreon breakdown, which should be up sooner. Last week the NFL didn't put it out until, like, Thursday night. Should be up way sooner. Um Hopefully to have the offense out on Tuesday, defense out on Wednesday. That's the plan. But you're it's loaded boxes, man. It's nine men in the box, not eight-man boxes. You're talking nine guys in the box consistently. Um, they were trying to take that away. What happened to Drake Greenlaw? Yeah, Thomas. Uh, it looked like his hip. And, man, it was on a special teams play. It was on a kickoff coverage team. And he was writhing in pain. I got a little scared. You know, I'm president of the Drake Greenlaw fan club. Um, and I felt I felt the injury happen to me. That's just that's just how I felt. Um, thoughts on Spoon? He was trash. Uh, cannot tackle. Uh, he just lowers shoulders. Him and Tart, they both just lower their shoulder. I wish to God they would stop doing that. But Jaquaski Tart made one play on Frank Gore, and shout out to Frank. Um, love that dude. He looked great. He was averaging four and five yards a carry for the longest time. And as the game went on, and we kept stacking the box and run blitzing. Yeah, it eventually went down. He averaged three yards per carry for the game. But um, Tart had one play one-on-one with Frank Gore, and he brought the wood. He laid it on him. I wish we saw that mentality and aggressiveness from him more often. But, um, yeah, uh, tackling's a problem. Tackling is a problem. Uh, Quan Alexander looked better in the second half. Half he did. He really, really did. Um, he, he still had a missed tackle, but you're going to get that with Quan. He did look good. He, he really, really did. So pretty excited to see, you know, the game film and the linebacker play because Fred, this might be one of his best games that he has put out there. Now, statistically, with the sacks and the interceptions, those weren't there. But I'm telling you right now, consistently, play in and play out, Fred Warner was everywhere. Um, that dude just gets better. He just gets better. I, I don't know how. Uh, every single game, Fred Warner is better than the previous game. Ah, I love it. I love it. All right, let's see here um, from I'm nobody you need to know. I disagree. Uh, he asks, um, let's see here. How about the pass interference master number 27? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It's just so bad. Um, yeah, it, it, it's bad. Um, now, I did not see Armstead's tweet about MetLife Turf. I'm sure it, it, it that place doesn't need to exist. This is the NFL. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Nick Bosa is number four in the NFL in jersey sales. Uh, the top ten are all quarterbacks, and you got a defensive lineman stuck in there, and now you don't get to see him play anymore this year because of your shitty turfy field, MetLife. Gosh, I'm going to cut this clip, and I'm going to tag them, and they're not going to do anything about it because I'm nobody, but that's okay. I'm going to feel better. Screw you, MetLife. Screw you. Do something about it. Fix it. It's easy to get grass out there. It's not even that much more expensive. Uh, Levi's field sucks, but you're not going to get people hurt on it. They just slip and fall every now and then. Ah, anyway. Whew. 
I feel better. I feel better. Um, now, I do want to leave this. There was one more clip I wanted to show you, and that is uh, Kyle Shanahan talking about Jimmy and D. He'll kind of rehash some of the injury things that we've talked about here, but here's Kyle Shanahan. Um, I mean, anytime you're talking about the neck and stuff, you do have concerns about that. You know, that's why we're pretty um, we're pretty cautious with it this week. So it is kind of a day-to-day -day thing, though, because you got to see how it reacts, um, you know, anytime you're dealing with the neck and stuff. And Jimmy, I'm not really sure about. You know, I know with um, the being the high ankle sprain and stuff, it was – I know he couldn't go in the second half. You know, you'll see how that heals. We got to get on a plane tonight. You wake up tomorrow, it'll probably feel much worse. Um, but that's something you really won't be able to tell whether he has a chance or not, probably till the end of the week. Yeah, and so you just got to kind of wait. Uh, expect Jimmy to be out next week. Just expect that. Um, it's just what it is. But again, as we said, injuries suck. We're going to get Kittle back more than likely. That's huge. Um, that's huge. You remember. George Kittle broke the record um, <laughs> with Nick Mullins as his quarterback, not Jimmy Garoppolo. And then on top of that, man, I haven't even talked about Jordan Reed. Oh, my God. I apologize. I apologize. Jordan Reed was phenomenal. That guy has not lost a step. His hands are incredible. He, the best matchup of the game was Marcus May, their best player on their entire team, Marcus May against Jordan Reed. A guy who we signed, what, two weeks before the season started? And guess who won that matchup? Marcus May the previous week had two sacks, uh, tipped pass, like all over the place. Now, you transfer to this week, our backup tight end put two touchdowns on his face being guarded against Marcus May. Jordan freaking Reed. You know, the offensive MVP has got to be Jimmy Garoppolo for what he did in the first half. That was stellar performance while limping around the whole time runner up has to be jordan reed two passing touchdowns i mean the guy just looked phenomenal out there and also i do have to add this and i can't wait to get my hands on this film because charlie warner went in at the very end of the game in the fourth quarter number 89 and murdered somebody he 100 percent killed a guy out there the little screen pass that they threw to brandon Ayuk, i believe he went out there and just decleated a human being and buried him into the ground. The physicality is there. So injuries surmount. We get it. We are developing talent as well. Are the 49ers the favorite to win the Super Bowl after this game? No, they're not. Were the 49ers the favorite to win the Super Bowl after week two in 2019? No way in hell they were. Relax. It's football. Your team won today. You take that, and now we focus on week three in the Giants, which is a very winnable game, and we will be favored in that game. So we got a lot of stuff coming to you this weekend, um, or this week upcoming. There's no podcast tomorrow. We're waiting for the film to come out once the film comes out. Uh, we did two and a half hours of Patreon breakdowns last week alone, and we got it late. So if you haven't joined Patreon, what are you doing? Um, every single play, both angles, broken down, talked about. Um, you want... Uh, you want to know what's happening, that's the place to do it. Just go to patreon.com, look up 49ers Rush Podcast, join the Frank Gore tier. It's eight bucks a freaking month. It's less than a dollar per offensive or defensive film that you get throughout the month. Um, head over there. It's definitely worth the time, and it all goes to support the podcast. So just want to say thank you. Deep breath. We won and won. We're okay. We're okay. Uh, Nick is not, though. Oh, now I'm sad. Stay strong, faithful.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.